I'm Jack Moylan, and you're listening to Let's Talk Business, a podcast geared towards young professionals served with a side of witty commentary. At Lutz, we rally around the mantra, make light, meaning be lighthearted, illuminate solutions, and create energy. We hope this episode will do just that. Let's make the complex simple. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Business. Today, we're going to talk about automation, specifically automating some accounting processes and some of the benefits of that for small to mid-sized businesses. So here with me is Client Accounting Services Director, Scott Miller. Scott, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what you do at Lutz, maybe a little background you know, before Lutz, that'd be great too. Perfect. Thanks, Jack. Well, I am, uh, Jack said, Scott Miller. I am from Omaha originally, graduated from uh, Creighton Prep, went off to UNK, go Lopers. <laughs> um, after graduating from Kearney, I came back and actually started with Lutz out of college. I've been at Lutz 19 and a half years now. No way. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, been a, it's been a wild, fun ride. I think when I first uh, took the job, I kind of thought public accounting would get me so far, but it's it's been cool watching the evolution of our kind of industry and the different opportunities put in front of me. And it's just, it's kept me here and engaged and and fun. So, Have you been in CAS the whole time? No. So I actually started, when I started at Lutz, I started doing primarily audit. I was probably audit 60 to 70% of the time. I did 15% of the time tax and, you know, the remaining time CAS. As I kind of grew after about two years, I actually shed all my client accounting services work and was probably 90% audit and 10% tax. I did that for about seven years, um, kind of as we went through and as I was moving up through the audit department, my skill set more fit kind of what our client accounting services department was doing, my personality more fit over there. So an opportunity arose for me to actually transition from the audit department to our client accounting services department. Um, I've been in our client accounting services department now 10 years. So we kind of got in and we've grown significantly since then. Yeah. It's just all the different you know, opportunities with technology coming out and people beginning to utilize QuickBooks more and more. And yeah different accounting softwares that we've helped with and some of the different offerings that we've done from a back office and back office replacement type solutions. Cool. It's been exciting fun. Yeah. It's sa- well, you know, it's as fun as accounting can be. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Um, so but when you went from CAS a little bit to full, full audit, was it, and then when you went back to CAS, did CAS change to the point where it fit you more later on? Or do you think the whole time you're kind of like, you know, I, I think that, that that fit kind of what I like to do. It, it more CAS kind of evolved over that time when when I was in audit that, it. that it, what they were starting to do and what they're starting to get involved <clears> in more fit my skill set of just being a little more involved in the nuts and bolts and more of a consulting factor to a lot of clients that I was doing from, from the audit side. I, right. I'd had a bunch of audits that we were called like messy audits where I was doing a lot of cleanup and getting involved in general ledger and looking at accounting processes and how can we help, how can we fix, how can we make better, which you, you do some on the audit side, but not as much where a lot of our focus on the client accounting service side is more in that arena. Sure. Um, the client accounting services has really grown because QuickBooks was really starting to take off and a lot of our clients were starting to you know automate more from from a checkbook writer to a QuickBooks and, and things right. along those lines. So it just kind of, the the timing naturally fit from where I was at in my career. The opportunity was there on the client accounting services side. And it's been great for me from a career perspective. So, so. what's kind of your day-to-day look like now at this point? So my day-to-day is kind of, it, it, it's a little bit of uh, people management right. from our side of managing, helping our people, helping our people grow and learn. We do consulting projects um, for me. Sure. So I, I go out and do some of the higher level we call uh, assessment projects for clients where we just kind of go in and I always describe it as, you know, the client's accounting department has a problem. They mm-hmm. don't know what the problem is. It's just there's there's pain points there for a business owner or a business manager. And we go in and basically take their accounting department and peel it back like an onion yep. and just say, hey, here's what it really looks like. And here's how we'd recommend putting that onion back together. 
Got um, it. From that standpoint. And that, that's where a lot of this automation comes in. We look at what technology you're using. What are your processes internally? How many people do you have? Do you have the right people? The personalities fit? Their sure. skill set fit? And basically kind of really try to lay that out for a business owner in terms that they understand. Mm-hmm. And then say, hey, you know what? Here'd be our recommendations for you're doing this process of X, Y, and Z, and it's taken Jane 20 hours a week, which is why she's behind. Right. But if you know you use an import feature here and you purchase this piece of software here, that can take that 20 hours and shrink it to 10. And oh, by the way, Jane makes a lot of mistakes. Right. Just because of the amount of data going through, that'll shrink some of that too. So it saves some cleanup time on the end. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, yeah, those, let's, those are extremely exciting. Yeah, well, and, you and know, I from mean, a nerdy account perspective. Well, to be honest, like in in you know my career, I never thought I'd be in IT. Now I'm in IT, and my favorite favorite times are when I get to go out there and say, "All right, you know, take an engineer, one of the smart guys yeah. with you know, of course." <laughs> yeah. But say, you know, you guys are doing some. There's some processes that could be done a lot yeah. more efficiently, right? And and you've got some outdated equipment, some antiquated, you know, maybe processes as well so and you're wired a lot like us we, we want to help right and you get to see the tangible benefit of when they mm-hmm. buy in and see that mm-hmm. you can really see the benefit on the client's end and you know <clears throat> we can talk about it it's usually not without some pain and frustration and investment on their end mm-hmm. but once you get over that kind of rocky period is as you're adopting some of these things really seeing them start to rock and roll is, is really cool and, and rewarding from from my standpoint well and I'm, i mean i'm sure you get to a, meet some pretty interesting people, some cool business owners, but also see some really interesting and, and exciting businesses, right? Yeah. And from your perspective, I imagine it's fun because, and I don't, maybe this, I don't know how, how you know, often this happens, but I imagine it does, but you get to go in and almost, you know, help them fix the scoreboard, yeah. right? And then understand their business and hopefully the scoreboard's showing something a little bit better next time, right? So that's exactly right. And then that's, that's the cool stuff to see. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about automating. Cause I mean, that sounds like it's, it's one of, you know, obviously a large part of what you do and what you, what you consult on. So I guess what are some of the things or examples, I think tangible examples are, are good to start with, with automating accounting processes. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing for people to remember is, you know, automating, sometimes you hear the word automating and it's scary. because uh-huh. it's like, oh my God, that's changing everything. And, right. and it scares your employees because employees here automating, they're like, oh my God, they're going to work me out of a job. Well, right. Totally not it. I mean, automation could be something as small as, you know, importing something instead of manually rekeying it. And does it save time? It does. Maybe it saves an hour or two a week or month, but it, it can be simple things like that before you do a full overhaul of, you know, automating a whole process. Sometimes it's tougher from the business owner's perspective to convince his employees that automating is good. Sure. And that, you know what, we're not moving you out of a job. We're just changing what you do. And we're going to utilize you in a better way and a more, a more adapt way to help the business. Well, I imagine even just like, I think there's still some people, like I even have a buddy that's taken a while for him to adopt Venmo because he doesn't trust (laughs) it. Yeah, totally. I mean, there's a little bit of skepticism there, which I totally understand. And I'm sure that's got to be a hurdle you got to overcome. It is. Yeah, that's that's a great point. That's a great example. And I think he just recently, finally, we were on a trip, I think a bunch of us, and we're like, you have to get Venmo. This is such a pain right now that you don't have it. And sometimes that's what forces a business owner to do it because they almost just have to to keep up with their industry. And by that point, usually they're a little bit behind the curve, but you know what? That the only way you're going to keep catching up is do it, and then you start to look at other processes you can you can do. So there is some buy-in of hey, does this really work? And right. and we do have kind of some examples that we we have clients will help us let us share. 
we work closely, you know, for some, we, we use a lot of, you know, bill patient, bill payment automation is, is a very popular one and, and sure. relatively easy to automate from that standpoint. It changes mm-hmm. a lot of things, but it's relatively easy. We got some great examples from our clients of how this has worked. We work one-on-one with the vendor so we can kind of bring them in and help, you know, negotiate any questions they may have. We try not to use brand new softwares from the standpoint of, again, it's, it's, we don't want to push anything on our clients that we don't right. have full faith is going to work. Brand new to the organization or new to market? New to market. Got it. New okay. to market. Yeah, we're, we're not afraid to adopt it, <clears throat> you know, kind of test it out in, you know, internally a little bit and then you know, go to the client and say, hey, here's, here's, here's the opportunity. Here's what we found. Here's what we played with. Here's what we kind of feel like it works. And sure. here's what we think it might fit your business well. But one that are newer to the market, we're, we're a little... We don't really want to push that on, on a business owner just yet until we feel comfortable it works too. Well, I mean, similar in, in tech and well, I like to use the phrase, you know, we like to eat our own cooking, right? Yeah. So we use yeah. a lot of the same things we like to, to sell or try to help people utilize. But also when you think about like patching or updates for computers or systems, right? We don't typically like to push out the newest one because yeah. it needs to go through a stress test and we need to make sure that it's going to, you know, it's it's not going to lead to some serious issues, right? Not yeah. only may it not have the, you know, the tuning done or this feature or that, it could potentially cause you some serious downtime. Yeah. I'm sure that's something. That is definitely something we look at too. And that's some of our fears of, of you know, we're trying to be a benefit for our clients. Right. Similar to you guys, the, the stress test is a good word. For there's it, there's you know? nothing worse than getting someone to sign off on something and then it's a pain right <laughs> yeah, it makes exactly. it worse and they, they kind of look at you like, like well, what, what, what are you doing yeah. that's right right We're supposed to be helping aren't i so <laughs> you mentioned bill pay which is now are you talking bill pay from the organization's perspective so you know their their vendors that they have to pay yeah. automating that process does that Correct. cause any well i guess concern or skepticism in, in terms of automating those bills right people may think that they're like well i'm just automatically paying all these bills i don't know if i need them or not yeah we i mean we vary up front you know we use a program called bill.com is the one okay. we use most often. And we're very upfront that, hey, you can't adopt bill.com and then not use it mm-hmm. and not be vested in it. Someone has to still, you know, go through it and, you know, approve and pay. Right. Well, you know, <clears throat> most business owners, I mean, a good example, one we implemented for for bill pay is, and we've done this for a lot of clients, but they, they were in a position where their, their business owner was traveling constantly. Sure. And he wanted to always be the one that signed the checks because he just wanted to, he wanted that comfort knowing what cash was going out the door. Right. And for them, they would have to figure out where he was at. And there's usually one of six locations. And when bill pay time came, they would cut the checks in the back of the accounting office, attach them to the invoices, put them in a FedEx, overnight them to him Jeez. with an envelope in there. He would sign them all, FedEx them back, and they would have somebody in the office and they would sign them and, and mail them. Sure. And, or, you know, they'd stuff them in mail. I'm not yeah. saying they're already signed. But yeah. so we came in and said, hey, look, I get that there's some things, but l- let's show you what this software can do. And right. not only from the standpoint of just all the paper that was coming in their office, because Bill.com makes it a basic paperless system. Sure. So once you get everything, it just it scans up. You either, you know, scan it up to the to the box and then the, the paperless workflow moves through and then it saves a copy of all the invoices out there. So from their perspective, they loved it. The owner took a little time just to get him to buy off but what happened is he used it twice and it's like oh my god this is you great know, this is great i'm not looking for fedex packages yeah. <laughs> you know they have everything queued up we set the workflow up so that they had one person that similar to what they were doing beforehand scrubbed everything approved them and sent them to him and just say hey there's here's the 15 bills we're going to pay look at them there's an attachment of the invoice and he could just log on his ipad where he was at click sure. click click pay and then they're done boom 
the bill.com cuts the checks, they take the money out of their account. The other thing that saved them kind of indirectly is they were constantly doing cash flow monitoring. Got it. And it became a huge pain for them because you have all these outstanding checks. And sure. So you, you know your bank account may show you got 60 grand in there, but if you have you know three checks for 50 right. grand that haven't cleared yet, you really only have 10. Right. And for them, you know, they, they lost the float time because bill.com takes the money out, but they could look in their bank account, he could look and say, I have 10 grand. Real time, yeah. Yeah, real time, real time looking at it. So, and I'm sure then you can pull a lot of data out of bill.com. Correct. I would assume, and then yep. use that and manipulate it and do whatever. And we can talk about analytics, but that's another conversation. That's, yeah, it's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but yeah, you let it, I mean, it gets you good, clean, summarized data in there. Right. And the nice thing is, bill.com syncs with a lot of major softwares and just automatically, so you don't have to ever re enter it into your accounting software. Sure. It just, you, you operate the build, you know, the, the workflow in bill.com and it just dumps directly in there. It's populated in your accounting software. Again, just saves that opportunity for any duplicated work to be done or any possible errors to be made because of that duplication. So, well, and that's, I think, the nice thing about those, again, back to your point about not using necessarily something that's new to market, but an industry proven software application, most likely it's got a built in, you know, API connection or it's, it's, you know, most other applications will say, hey, yeah, we got a bill.com plugin that, that you guys can utilize because they know it's such an industry leading thing. I mean, that leads yep. to a lot of different connections and, and things that will streamline communication, I'm sure. Absolutely. And that's that's the biggest thing we try to, to push on people is, hey, we're not going to give you technology or some sort of automation that's going to require double work somewhere else down the line. It's, right. It's that integration piece that takes that human element out of it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you kind of hit on it and the data analytics is a whole other conversation. Right. Your end goal is to get good, clean data. Right. So that you have comparable data over amount of time so you can really utilize those data analytics to its to its highest potential. So I imagine bill pay is a, is a pretty consistent, you know, process that you can go in and say, okay, I assume... You know, I know there's bill pay, you know, you're having to pay your bills. We can go in and look at that process. But do you ever find processes that kind of come out of the woodworks that you're like, that's something that we could take care of that are unique to different organizations? Or are they pretty consistent? You know, there, there are a few that are unique. One that we ran into was a, it was a personal service, it was a service company that we ran into. And sure. It wasn't broken by any means, but what we found for them was they had all of their production employees who were out traveling or whatever had company credit cards. Got it. And the employees were good about filling out an expense report for them, but they were having to turn around and manually enter those expense reports into QuickBooks and then go pay them. But what we figured out for them is they would fill out these expense reports but never keep the receipts. Or if they got the receipts, it would just come in one big PDF file that they saved anywhere. And so if they were had to go back and try to find a receipt that matched up to Jane's expense report, right. it took hours. Good luck, yeah. Yeah, and so... We said, okay, let's let's just stop. It's not broken, but let, let's take a look at this software that does some expense management. Sure. One, it's going to import your credit cards directly into the software and then push out an expense report to these people and say, hey, here's your charges for the month. One, code them, tell me what they're for. Right. Two, attach a receipt. And until you've done both those three, those two things, it's not going to push back to get your expense report paid. Got it. You won't get paid. You won't get paid. Yeah. And so it just provided better compliance for them. Again, it provided an organized structure where receipts were saved. And then two, it linked directly into QuickBooks. So it would just save them that step of having to gather, re-enter, resort through receipts. You know, it took their process that they, they would, you know, for them, it was normally a 10 to 15 hour process a month to get all that re-entered into QuickBooks and try to get organized. Right. And then oftentimes what we found when we went in there is that was the grindiest process they had. So the person doing it just kept pushing it to the side. Of course. That was the last thing they did every day, which... Yeah. 
you know, at the end of the year, it all got done. Mm-hmm. People got paid. They got paid timely, but they just wouldn't get the stuff entered and organized in QuickBooks. And doing that really cut the process down to basically a four to five hour process in total for them. Right. And then it eliminated the falling behind of right. getting, you know, they were able now to do a full financial close and a full sort of analysis on spend of who's spending what. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just, it, it sped everything else up, let alone save the time. Sure. So it, it was a huge win for them. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and not to go too far back, but I, I just was thinking about the, the, the situation where someone's concerned that, oh, a robot's going to be installed and take my job, right? Yeah. That How do you overcome that when, now, I guess... Most times you're probably dealing with CFO, business owner, but I mean, I'm sure that's partly, you know, that's a concern you have to help them overcome with their employees. Yeah. And, and sometimes, sometimes the business owner wants to handle that himself. Sometimes we get involved in that conversation. Okay. Really, we try to lay out and say, hey, you know what, for for Jim over there, let's lay out what his real job description is. Right sure. Now. What, what is he really responsible for? What did when you business owner, what does he really think he's responsible for? And then Let's take that and say, okay, hey, you know what, employee Jim, we're gonna we're gonna change some of these things. Sure. And really, what we're gonna do is save you time. But we think we can add these two or three things to your list now, which a lot of times people want a little bit of a new challenge. And sometimes the the internal accounting stuff becomes repetitive to them, right? And they just they get in the habit and they show up to work and they do it, but nothing ever really drastically changes. So sometimes just being able to add one or two things in the new challenge, a lot of people eat that up and, mm-hmm. and really want that challenge and really are, are welcoming to that challenge. Once you explain it that way of, hey, we're not just cutting your work week down from 40 and now we're only paying you for 32 hours. It's right. We're still going to use you for 40 hours. We're just going to add a couple of these different things and maybe, you know, you're still going to be there to troubleshoot and try to get over <laughs> the hurdle of automation is great, but it's never going to fully replace the human because right. you need someone there for some troubleshooting analysis just overall making sure the process is working right mm-hmm. again it's not going to take all their time no but they still are important and they still need to be involved well and those couple tasks that you can add to someone's plate could potentially have bloated into a need for a new hire which could turn into a right so exactly. even from the business owner perspective i'm not trying to replace your people i'm trying to keep you from having to hire one extra where you maybe didn't need to that's exactly right right it's, and it's, also maybe make that person's day better yeah, exactly. It, it just from business owner's perspective, it's but how can we better utilize your employees? Right. It, it, we're going to save you the money of, like you said, we're going to push off that adding an extra person. Mm-hmm. You know, where if you look at it from a transaction level, if you say, hey, when I get to 10,000 transactions, I'm going to have to add another person. Being able to automate that may push you off to 15,000 transactions. Sure. So you're going to buy yourself a couple of years before you have to hire a person. <clears throat> and by that point, it's probably going to be a different level or different skill set person than you would hire right now. Sure. So it, 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 as everything evolves, it just kind of pushes that down the line of better use of your resource. And, and that's how they really recoup their money. And yeah. sometimes that's tough for a business owner to realize of, hey, I'm going to have to pay some. You know, There's a cost automated, whether it's buying a software or just the internal times of changing your processes or, or individual hey, structural. Yeah. An accountant so, or your, your yeah. accounting firm or someone. Yeah. So there, there's always, there's, there's always a cost to that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's tough for them to, to really see that some of my recoup of the savings is not having to hire any more employees right. or being able to push that hire off two or three years. Mm-hmm. And then you look at it in your mind of, Hey, I'm really saving 60, 70 grand a year because I don't have to hire this person. And that's tough because you don't see it. You know, if you, if you look at your, your income statement year over year, you don't see that savings come out. Right. But when you do a high-level analysis and really realize, hey, if I would have kept on the trajectory I am, what you, what you start to see and what you really have to show them is your expenses aren't growing as quickly as your revenue might be. 
Sure. And that's where your savings comes in. Sure. Because you didn't have to add that extra yeah. person and the benefits and all that other stuff. It kind of, it's kind of how I justify in my head when I'm, you know, if I'm out and I'm like, you know, I wanted another beer, but I didn't have another beer. So actually I made six bucks. <laughs> that's, exactly, <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. That's six bucks and still in my pocket. Yeah, that's boom. Great. I made six bucks. So I was like, nah, that's not how that works. Yeah, you got to drive by Arby's on the way yeah. home and not yeah. go there and save that save six that, bucks. But. Bing, bing. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Well, it, you know, let's see. Let's let's talk about, you know, some some specific softwares. You mentioned Bill.com. Are there any? I know QuickBooks, that's probably been huge. Do you, how's that trending in terms of adoption and use? Yeah, I mean, you're really, you look at, you know, so companies now more are getting on to the, you know, they've gone away from just, you still have companies out there using Excel or just a basic, sure. program. they've gone more to a QBO or QuickBooks. What's really kind of revolutionized the industry from an automation standpoint is, is starting to get into the QuickBooks online, mm. the zero, some of those, because, you know, they really feed on like linking up with your bank account, linking up with your credit card to just, so transactions are automated, automatically populated and matched and sure. put into your software. Again, you need some human element to either accept or, you know, there's a few things. So it's not like completely without human, but it can populate and, and get your, your file 90% of the way there. And then you can kind of clean it up as you need to. Right. So even just simple things like that have provided some great automation. The industry continues to move towards more of a, you know, the accounting function, you know, the goal. They always say, you know, in the accounting industry, you hear sometimes the zero touch accounting. We're a ways away from that just because right. you still need the human and we'll never probably get to zero touch. But with some of the some of the things being built into the newer software packages that come out, the newer updates that come out, that that's getting closer and closer. And it, again, it just it saves a business owner you know time and effort once you get that up and rolling of having to hire. Mm-hmm. You know, even from the standpoint of you can hire a lower level accounting person to help just manage and make sure that the sure the automated processes in QBO or Zero are working well, rather than having to hire a hundred. $120,000 controller just to manage that because you don't need that person. Right, exactly. You want them to be a little bit more strategic, hopefully. Yeah, and, yeah and, exactly. And people management, to your point. Yeah, it, it, it. And also, I think it's, even though it may be scary when you throw out the term automate, I, I'm just thinking of, you know, any manual processes I've ever had that someone shows me, hey, you can go here and click that. And I'm like, holy smokes, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Inevitably, it's a positive, right? Totally. I mean, it yeah. turns into when you can make my job a little bit easier or quicker. I mean, as long as you're, yeah, so it, it's kind of a silly concern when you really get down to the base of it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, think about it just in your personal life, being able to look at your credit card online. Yeah. And just look, you know, they now break down where you spend your money. Yeah. Where 15 years ago, I was looking at my credit card and being like, okay, you know, there's Amigos, crap. You know, there's McDonald's, <laughs> crap. Yeah. And I'm trying to add it up. I'm like, oh my God, I spent X on fast food. I'm right. like, that's terrible. Now I can like just pull it up and then 30 seconds I look at it. and You don't feel any better, but... <laughs> Totally do not, but that's okay. Beside the point, at least it only takes me 30 seconds to feel yeah. bad and not like two hours. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I easily find stuff that's beneficial to replace that hour and a half that I'm savings now yeah. from that standpoint. So it's even just looking at little things like that that you can automate. You see totally. a lot of in your personal life and you can do a lot, in, in, you know, in the accounting world too with some of your processes. Well, and you brought an interesting point is how far we are away from actually getting rid of, you know, the zero touch or how far we are away from zero touch accounting. I mean, that's an interesting question is, you know, how do you think accounting will be affected by some of these changes and new products and softwares? And yeah, I I really, I I think we're a ways away from the zero touch. You're going to have to have somebody, but what it's doing is it's changing the skill set of a lot of accounts where it used to be someone who was very detail oriented, very, 
able to reconcile down to that penny. Mm -hmm. It was very, you know, good using the, you know, the green bar and then being mm -hmm. able to balance everything. You know, that skill set's not needed as much anymore because that's a lot of it what's automated. What you need is someone that's smart enough to really think and really understand how the technology is working. And, sure. and so they can identify where there's an anomaly or a break or something along those lines. And they have to be able to just think about why, why is this what it is? You know, sure. How does this analysis work? So it's really getting rid of the, what I'd call old school, you know, reconcile down to the penny to right. be able to more think and use some analysis and use some human thought and interpretation of what, what the data might be. Sure. Yeah. I guess that, that makes a lot of sense. It's more of kind of an advisory type yeah. approach, right? Exactly. Take the data, analyze it, look at our buckets of spending, right? Yeah. Or the reports and the analytics that come out of it. And, and they, even then taking that and be able to reverse engineer it mm. to what processes are happening inside your business. Sure. Just, okay. You know, now I'm seeing some of this stuff. How can we improve internally? You know, mm -hmm. as a business, mm -hmm. how can we make this quicker, cleaner, better to, you know, even automate more or just have a best practices type review on everything. But, sure. you know, saving that time of having to go down and reconcile everything with Penny will allow businesses to do that. And I think what a lot of businesses realize now is as they're getting into automating more and you kind of touched on it, how does it change people's job description? Some of these things that they're adding have been things that have been there forever. Just no one's had time to do or they've never, the business owners never felt like they need to invest a large amount of money to do some of these things. Well, now you're able to take a few things off people's plate and you're not investing additional money. You're just giving somebody an additional job to do some of these things. Sure. I was just thinking, do you think that colleges are, are tailoring the education towards kind of, I mean, I would hope, but towards, you know, more involvement in, you know, uh, softwares and applications and data and how to, because I mean, Sounds like the accountant role is is going to you know evolve into that. Yeah, and it, I think it's changing. I think it's a conversation that's coming up a lot, a lot of, you know, with a lot of colleges of right. looking at curriculum. I think you've seen some colleges have come out and offered new majors in like the data analytics area. I mean, sure. I know that's something that's popular down in Lincoln right now. Mm -hmm. So it, it, again, it's going to continue to evolve in that. Um, I hope a lot of colleges start to adapt mm -hmm. and doing more hands-on stuff. I mean, I've, I've you know, one of my best colleges I took in class was one that the teacher basically gave us the book and said, you know what, it's, this is a real life, you know, audit sure. problem to do. I'm not going to teach anything in class. I'm going to be here every Monday, you know, Wednesday from eight to nine 30. You guys are expected to show up. You work while you're in class and you ask me questions like I'm a client. That's and awesome. I sat there in day one. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen <laughs> really? and about halfway through class. I'm like, okay, this guy might be onto something. Yeah. And then, you know, when I started at Lutz and I went out on my first couple audits, I'm like, dang, that guy was a genius. <laughs> Cause it just like, suddenly I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm at least ahead of the game a little bit because yeah. I had to do some real life stuff. And, and you know, that's 19 and a half, 20 years ago when I took this class. Sure. So I'm hoping they evolve more into doing some of that things with just real life examples of, Hey, it's software. And, yeah. You know, we don't need necessarily need to teach you the, debits and credits and draw the lines in your paper to make sure everything. I'm sure there's still some value in at least knowing the the theory behind it right gotta know, gotta the, know the concepts right you, you gotta do. know the concepts because that's part of what goes into the troubleshooting right but, you know some of your advanced classes maybe hopefully can be focused more on on some of the some of those things awesome well i, I guess you know any thoughts on how you know if someone's out there and listening to us right now and they're like god i would love to you know, automate something or, or at least look at getting some advice. I mean, any resources or places they could go for some, some, you know, more information. I mean, for me, the best place for, for 
people to start with is look at your business and maybe list out the top four or five pain points that you okay. have with your back office. What's, what's really, what grinds you? It doesn't matter if it's a huge grind or a low grind of, you know, it may not be, my financials may come in late. It feels like Jane is doing the same thing over and over and over again and never getting ahead. Mm-hmm. That's just start with your pain points, list them out. And then from there, take a look at what the process really is and really dive into what, what all goes into that. It's easy to say Jane pays bills, right? That's the process. What goes into the process? Sure. You know, the invoices have to come in somewhere. Who gets them? Where does it go? Right. Who proves them? You know, start really looking at step by step in our process, what happens. And what you can see from there is it may give you some insight of, hey, this is what's really going on. You may be able to identify, okay, I think I can I, think I can automate this one little box. Sure. It may save a little time, but they, usually that starts the process rolling. Even if not, if you can identify your pain points, you know, call your accountant. Mm-hmm. Just say, hey, look here's what's going on in my business. Here's the problems I'm having. Any thoughts? I mean, I would like to try to automate something, you know, just make it easier on Jane or whatever. And then just have that conversation of what, what potentially could we do? And that might start the ball rolling too. And usually we can direct someone if they don't want us to be involved, if they want to try to do it on their end, we can at least direct them. Hey, you know what? This sounds like this might be the software. Here's a link for it. Look at it. We would love to help you install mm-hmm. it or at least give you some best practices for when you do install and set up your process. But some people don't want to use us, and that's fine. I mean, right. we're here as a resource and we can help. But yeah. otherwise, we can, we can get in and help you get it all set up and, and set up some processes and get some training for some sure. others. Kroger, he likes, I don't know exactly how he says it, but I think he always says, you know, where, where are ways that you're, you know, flying to Boise to get to New York, right? Like, what, you know, you're leaving here, like the things that don't make sense exactly. Let's get that process a little bit quicker. You mentioned, you know, kind of just looking at someone's function, like their role is, is paying bills, but what is like, what are the step-by-step pro, you know, the pieces that make that process one thing is that, you know, that kind of brings up an interesting topic, that robotic process automation software, which yeah. I just wrote down a couple of things because I know that we've done some work in it, but also like Microsoft has a power automate function as well. Yep. And, but you have to take the simplest, like, let's just take a, um, like an email that you get that has an attachment on it. There's, you know, some of these tools have the ability to grab that attachment, scrub it, put it in a file, create, or, you know, create the folder, put it in a folder for you. Yep. But even that process, that's got like, I don't know, 20, 30 different steps that you don't notice and in, in it's in terms of clicks too. Yep. And so thinking about it that way is, is probably... It, it, that's key and really laying it out on paper because mm-hmm. then you really see everything that goes in that process because, right. you know, you think about it, you pay a bill at home. When you say it out loud, it sounds like, ah, eight seconds. Yeah. Let's write the check. It's one thing. I or I click it. on the bank, yeah, online right. bank. But when you really start thinking about, okay, now you write down all the steps, it's something like, oh, okay, there's a lot that goes into this. Sure. And again, that's where like some of the robot, you know, the RPA stuff comes in of, hey, you know, you hear the term bots, the bot. Yeah, right. And, and what could potentially, what is, and the, what they look for is what is the same on every bill that comes in? Mm-hmm. What is the same process that we do? Mm-hmm. And can we take that and lump it into one machine automated thing that comes in and just knows that every time something comes in here, it knows to do steps X, Y, and Z and I'll put it here. Right. And you know, you said with the email, that's, that's a great example, but you look for consistency when you're really looking to automate. If, right. if you have bills coming in to automate your AP and it's, it's every one of them goes through a different workflow because yeah. they're different. I mean, that's tough to do because mm-hmm. you know, you're not really getting any efficiency because nothing the same is being changed. Everything's mm-hmm. still going all over wherever. And, but the key is really lay it all out so you can see that. Well, and it, it's even probably, you know, you could start from the 
just start from the process perspective, right? You don't need to know what applications or software are out there. Yeah. Just like you said, draw it out, right? Even like approval processes. I know that there's built-in things in Microsoft where, yeah. you know, I want I want a new headset. I'll just send it, you know, it can get sent through a, a workflow to my superior. They'll hit approve. Yeah. Right? I mean, that even is a process. That- totally. It just, yeah, like you said, it's laying it all out so you can see it. Mm-hmm. And again, where I came back earlier, I said sometimes automation is scary because you look at all that and you're like, I'm going to automate all that. Okay. Right. Yeah, well, automation doesn't mean automating 100% of that. Right. You can find little hurdles in between that you automate, and, and the time savings and the data savings and the, the people savings will add up over sure. time. Sure. So, like you said, it's, it can be something small, it can be something big, but until you really lay it out and look at it, you don't know. Right. Well, and it's also, you know, if everything's important, nothing's important, right? So yeah. to your point about finding <laughs> yeah. the things yeah, that are, exactly. all right, this is, let's get these two things figured out first. Next thing you know, maybe you do have a process that's automated. Yeah. Well, anything else? I, you know, I think that it's, it's we've been it's about 40 minutes now, getting Woo. close on it. So Woo. anything you want to leave, leave anybody with tips, resources? Yeah. I mean, I, I think the, you know, the, the important things for me to remember, the autom- for, for people to remember the automation is it's not without some pain. Right. I mean, there's some initial investment in time, software cost, everything like that, but you really get that back over time. You're really going to get it back and sometimes really quickly. Sometimes it's going to take longer, you know, a year to get it back, but you're still going to get it back and you're still going to have a better process going forward. The other thing is just where the world's going with some of the data analytics we talked about. Automation now, I think, becomes more important, even if it's not saving time per se or saving a lot of time. The data cleanse that the automation will provide mm-hmm. to take out that human error element becomes ultra critical as you start to get into a little higher level, some of the data analysis and things along those lines. So it's always something to remember where you look at and you're like, well, I'm really not going to save a ton of money. You may not save a ton of money on that process, but where you may save and be able to make quicker decisions and get the money back quickly is on the back end where you're doing the analytics and and making your true business decisions. Well, that maybe that's a, a, conversation for another day with you and Tony or something and yeah. talk about what we can pull out of some of this automation and make some some pretty impactful business decisions. Absolutely. Right? Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thanks, Scott. I appreciate it. No, no problem. Thank you guys for having me. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I, got a, I got a radio voice and not a TV face, so this works out <laughs> I think that everyone's going to really enjoy this. This will be perfect Yeah, totally. Awesome. Thanks, Scott. All right. Thank you, guys. You've reached the end of another episode of Let's Talk Business. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on your podcast app, Spotify, or iTunes. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to make light.